What's up, everybody? This is Zach. And Amy. Shad. And Judah. With being like, we're glad that you're here. This table. This one. <laughs> we're glad that you're here, everybody. <laughs> this is an awesome, awesome episode. Before we get into that, make sure you're liking us on all the socials, on the medias, on the face space, the my book, the chat gram. The tweeter. We all have, of those. We points. don't have. We don't Twitter. have a Twitter. We don't have one of those. Uh, but check us out on all of those things. See all the awesome posts that we're making daily, every day, every day, every hour. Wow. If you think of it in a like cyclical like kind of way, I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, today is going to be an opposite, opposite, awesome episode because this morning I was like, God, what do you want me to talk? What do you want us to talk about? And I was like. You know what? How God talks to us. Because that's just something for the longest time I didn't think God liked me. (laughs) I was like, why aren't you talking to me? And I've come to kind of realize that he talks to us the way we want to be talked to. Like the way we will listen. Mm. Um, and mm. that's kind of what what I wanted to talk about and everything tonight with everybody. So, uh, who wants to go first? You. Me? Okay, cool. Uh, so with, it, it, it was a long time. It was like last year or so. I really didn't think God talked to me, uh, like I said. And it wasn't until like I just started reading the Bible and praying more that I realized that he talks to me through my thoughts. Like, he gives me thoughts. And for the longest time, I was like, man, I'm really smart. (laughs) (laughs) I am really, really smart. Because God is just, you know, not even God. I was like, man, I'm getting all these awesome ideas. I was like, I'm I'm pretty good. (laughs) So definitely didn't help my ego, but it was God the whole time. And then I started realizing God's talking to me through my thoughts because I'm always in my head. I'm always thinking. Amy's like, what you thinking about? I'm like, nothing. But I... (laughs) Nothing. I love you. And I'm like, that's not what you're thinking about. (laughs) I'm But it's like, do you really want to know? Because it's like this cosmic thing or whatever. But... God gives me ideas all the time. And it's like, here it is. Like, if there's a problem, there's a solution. Or, hey, you know what you should do? You should create Be a Light and you should talk about me. And just all of these (laughs) things. And, you know, and it's like when we met, like I said, you know, you just should stop and just instead of explaining all of these things to you to just accept what I've put in front of you. Um, But I know for the longest time, I didn't think he talked to me and I know other people have those thoughts as well. You know, I don't think God talks to me. Well, how do you normally, you know, go about your day to day? Are you like an external person or are you internal? That sort of deal. So it's definitely through my thoughts. All right. Next. (coughs) As I cough, I'll, uh, I'll hop in here for a moment. Um, I, I feel like Jesus has really revealed a lot about himself to me here recently, specifically how he is the word of God. And 
if Jesus is the word of God, which is what scripture says, then when God spoke creation into being, then Jesus is within everything. Mm-hmm. And that's why scripture says he fills everything in every way. Yeah. So he can speak to us through everything because yeah. he is in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as what the ways I've been learning to hear from him myself here recently, most prominently has been journaling. Um, there's a man named Mark Verkler who uh, has kind of really made journaling popular here in the last couple of decades. And I'd heard about him and I'd seen a couple videos and our church taught about journaling at one point. And finally I decided that I was going to start doing it. And I was blown away at how clearly I was able to hear from God. Mm. I mean, I can sit down now and pull out a pen and I can just go for pages and pages of uninterrupted God thoughts. Yeah. Mm. And I'm also a person who is really in my head. Mm. And I feel like sometimes I can block you from hearing God. But throughout the day, I might hear him say something. I would hear him say a phrase. And then I would get the journal out. When I write that phrase down, all of a sudden it's not just a phrase anymore. All of a sudden it gets really detailed and it gets really specific. Mm. And it's been a really awesome journey because he tells you what you need to hear. It may not Mm. always be what you're wanting to hear. As uh, (laughs) uh, I might be stealing from Judah here some. We've been on this journaling journey together and uh sometimes he's tried to get god to say what he wanted them to say but he would uh yeah. <laughs> he would only say what he wanted it wanted to say though yeah you gotta go and hop in or <laughs> no i can't um but it's just like with the the journaling that's just that's just one part that is something i started recently too um you know i mainly started it because i was like man the lord's talking to shad a lot he can talk to me a lot so i would like start writing expecting a lot and I already have years of experience so like I didn't have to fabricate anything he would just start and he wouldn't go with that long and I'd be really annoyed (laughs) because I'd be like thinking in my head you said a lot for shad dang it (laughs) but he like would only say very fundamental (laughs) and if I asked a question multiple times he would just say stop (laughs) like I wouldn't even be allowed to write anymore because if I did I would just know it's me, and I'm just being stupid. Um, but he multiple times would just be like, you know, no, just go off what I've already told you, go off what I've already told you, go off what I've already told you. Um, so one thing I can even say from that is don't compare the way mm-hmm. he speaks mm-hmm. to you Absolutely. with how he speaks to other people. Because the way he mm-hmm. speaks to me is different than the way he speaks to Shad. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand something. He's not one person speaking to a lot of people. He is God. He's an infinite infinite being who, even if every human who ever existed spoke and articulated the way they did, the way he made mm-hmm. them, he still would only, he'd still be inexplainable. Mm. He, he revealed himself through Christ, but he's still the unrevealed God. He's still the unexplainable God. Mm. Yet he's perfectly revealed himself through his word. But he's given us that, and that's what he said. Mm-hmm. He said, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Mm-hmm. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. 
And um, I, I wondered a lot about the verse in Hebrews. It says, "In many times, in many ways, he spoke to the prophets, but now he has spoken, spoken through his son." And I wondered about that a long time. From that, I was like, "Lord, what does that mean?" Okay, so you spoke. I understand you speaking through different people. You articulated many different things, but through your son, did you stop speaking after that? And I just meditated on it for a long time, and it just popped into my head like a thought. Um, that he, he spoke his will. Once and for all, he's declared his will through his son. Um, and scripture says, Jesus told the Pharisees and Sadducees, you, you seek, you search the scriptures as, as if in them you'll find life, but they speak of me, but you will not come to me. Um, so our main subject tonight is you know, how God speaks to us. The main way with me is scripture. Like when I'm reading his word, um, I just meditate on it. Things pop out to me and I just sit on it for a long time and just think about it and meditate on it. Um, he speaks to me a lot by being around people because he starts to speak to them and I hear what he has to say for them. And then he's like, always, he's always like, that's for you. You know, that's something for you too. So my main ways are I get around other people and then my gift just activates. I can't help it. Um, or I just read scripture. I spend time with him. My best way is when I'm not trying to hear him. Like yeah. when, I, when I give yeah. up on trying, like, okay, <laughs> I'm sitting here and I'm praying. I'm going to get it this way. And it doesn't happen. And I'm like crickets. And I'm like, this is annoying. Just like with the journaling. I was like, it worked for Shad. It's going to work for me. And it worked and it was good. It had some good things, but it wasn't that usual flow that I'm used to. Uh, a lot of the times he'll speak to me in my car, but the main way I mean speaking, he overwhelms my mind with thoughts, just like they're saying, but you, but you have to understand the reason he speaks like this is not because he just wants to be a jerk and give you some like small voice and just be a jerk in that manner. But you have to understand the same way they are three in one. He wants us to be one with him. Mm-hmm. And you, when you're close with someone, and I'm talking about physically close, I wouldn't yell in um, Zach's ear right now because I'm close. I could talk real soft and he'd still hear me. But, <laughs> but in the same way, God wants to be one with us. He's given us the mind of Christ, mm-hmm. and we're learning to grow in unity to where those thoughts, the reason he also he puts thoughts because he wants us to begin to think like him. So he wants us to begin to have the, his same mind. Let this mind be in you, which was in Christ. And so he wants us to think like him to where it becomes a constant communion because it's deep beginning to call out to deep. We're no longer kiddie pools and that, that can't respond to an infinite God because he's made us out of his same being. So, yeah. That's good. I want to hop tag team back in here for a second. Um, I've been committed to the Lord for about seven years now, maybe seven years of some change. Um, something I've struggled with most of my walk has been comparison, particularly to do with like the spiritual gifts and identity. And I feel like that's something a lot of people struggle with. It's like I'm, I'm not the only person. But something I've really learned here in the past year, or especially the past few months, but in the past year, is we have treasure inside of us. Mm-hmm. And everyone's got treasure inside of them. You've got diamonds, oil, gold, 
whatever God's put inside of you, you've got something really valuable. Mm-hmm. But you've got to press in and figure out what it is. Because mm-hmm. Judah, like he's, he's been hearing clearly from the Lord for a long time, but he pressed in for it. Like, I'm, again, I'm, I'm bragging on my boy and talking about him when it's not his turn to talk. <laughs> but um, he used to tell the story about he used to read 60 chapters of the Bible a day. <coughs> he wanted to hear from God so badly. But he dug in, and then now he hears from God all the time. He has for a long time. It's, it's available to everyone, mm-hmm. but it's not going to look the same way because we're all a different vessel. So, mm-hmm. like, Judah is an orator. He's a great speaker. If anyone's ever been around him, everyone knows how charismatic he is. And I hear from the Lord writing, but I feel like that's because I'm called to be a writer. Like, that hasn't manifested yet completely, but it makes sense that that's how I hear from him because that's the thing I do. And as you press into the God, he's going to show you who you are, Mm -hmm. and you'll hear from him the way that you hear from him. Um, so I don't know what that is for you, but the Lord does, and I promise you he wants you to hear from him. Actually, that, that reminds me of one of uh, Mark Berkler's quotes. He said that a lot of the people he was around, he was a pastor, and he was talking to other pastors, and these people were telling him that they got over trying to hear from God, almost like he had a problem being a believer that wanted to hear from God. <laughs> And there are a whole lot of people in the church that think like that. I'm not trying to talk bad about them, but he's, what he said was that he got over them instead of getting over it. Mm-hmm. And he did every he committed his life to learning to hear from God. He spent an entire year studying the Bible just to figure out how they were doing it. And then he's the one, like I said, he's the one that's been pioneering the journaling thing in the last few decades. But I'm just saying if you've, been wanting to hear from God and it hasn't happened yet, just keep pushing and it will. Yeah. Just to kind of go off of that, it, it's a relationship. Like with Amy, like if I want to hear from her, I got a multitude of ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. Text her, I can call her, I can walk into the door and be like, hey, love. There's so many ways and there's like inaudible ways as well. But it starts with a relationship, and I was um, was listening to Sean Bowles today, and he was talking about so many people want to give other people words when they don't want to hear from God themselves, or they say, uh-huh. I can't hear. I don't hear him for myself. I hear him for others, uh-huh. and that's... That's a red flag in my book. If you If you aren't hearing God for yourself, there's some kind of break in the in the connection and you yeah. need to search that out uh, it's funny you say that um because what you're saying leads into one of the problems i had i didn't hear the way i wanted to for a long time and one day it hit me after years that i didn't want to hear from god i wanted to be the guy that heard from god and that was like the biggest gut punch to realize that was the rut that I'd fallen into. Can you say yeah. that again? <laughs> Just <laughs> the way you said that was like. Uh, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I can give it another try. Um, I struggled for years to hear clearly from God. And then one day I realized that 
I didn't want to hear from God. I wanted to be the guy that heard from God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like once I had that recognition, there was a pretty swift turnaround. And it was mainly by me getting uh, a really strong <clears throat> foundation, beginning to build a really strong foundation in the written word of God. Yeah. In the past 18 months or so, like I've really fallen in love with the word of God when before I was neglecting it a lot of the time. Mm. And that's so stupid <laughs> because those, those words, there's power inside them. Yeah. And you want to live your life by the word. And if you want to hear from God, then you want to be in love with his written word. And this is from a lot of the reading and listening to people I've heard, um, you definitely want to have a foundation in the Word of God before being focused on the spiritual gifts. So, yeah. Hmm. Good stuff, man. No, it is. It's important because it's like when you go on a date and everything. It's not really blind dates anymore because you got all these social media mm-hmm. platforms. You read up on the person. You go check them out if they're like a murderer or anything, yeah. like any red flags. And you figure them, you, you know, you talk to them all that, but you you do some, some look around, you know. Uh, like when me and Amy started dating, I, I dug around, you know. I'm like, who this, who this girl? Who I'm going out with? <laughs> And thank the good Lord, I got the best woman in the world. Come fight me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it was we weren't going in blind on that date. Yeah, it was the first time we're meeting in person, but it's the same thing with God's written word. Why wouldn't you want to know as much as you possibly could about God? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just building that relationship again. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, when we hung out, we all were asking each other questions. Yep. To figure each other out, you know. <laughs> All right, love. Everyone's staring at her. <laughs> well, like I could see people were kind of starting to look down this way, and I like I guess it's my turn because people can't start to look at me. I was gonna start talking again if you did. <clears throat> um, I can go. <laughs> no, I was just interested in what everybody was saying because because um, we all do hear God differently and. Um, like, whenever Zach brought this topic up for us to discuss, like, I was really excited about it. <clears throat> and, <clears throat> like, as I was thinking about it today, and even just now listening to what you guys are saying, it's like, <coughs> to me, it's like, there are certain ways that God speaks to me that are almost too special to talk about. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't know... Um, uh, recently, um, I don't, I, I know that other people experience this, but, um, I've always been someone who has like this kind of like weird, like inner monologue in my head. And, um, it will literally be like me talking with myself kind of thing. And, I know some people hear that and they're like, she's crazy. But, um, 
I mean, it's just, it's like that self-talk kind of thing. And very recently, <clears throat> I realized that that sort of self-talk, um, how much that's changed <laughs> um, from being negative to positive. I'm not saying mm -hmm. like all the time that it is, but, um, and not just positive, but just filled with truth. And, um, but very recently, um, I remember I, I was, I was praying and, um, about something that was difficult going on. And I was like, I was like, God, I really need to hear you on this situation. I, I like, I need you to just talk to me. And it was just, it was one of those, like, I talk to you all the time. And it was like, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, and he was like, you know, that it, it was like this kind of like clarity moment of like, you know, that like inner conversation that you have with yourself. He was like, that's not always just you. <laughs> like, that's 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 you and me. Mm -hmm. And I was just because there's when it's the truth is in there, when his living word is in there and it's planted in my mind and in my heart. And that's what's coming up in the conversation. It's like he is there and part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. And like, I just, I didn't really realize that mm. until literally maybe a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it had been going on and it's like, um, and it's those moments that kind of just like anchor me um, and but it really it does sound like this kind of inner talk, but it's it comes from you know if I keep putting the word in this living word that changes how I think, it changes how I act. Um, you know it will change even how I talk to myself or how I allow God to talk to me. Um, I mean that's like a more recent thing, but. I know, um, like Shad, you were talking about how God speaks to you through writing, and um, I know sometimes I do that as well. Um, I have, I have, I have an app on my phone that is like a journal app. I don't use it a ton, but there's moments when it's like I need, I need to just start writing something out, and like process my thoughts and get to where what I'm thinking is what God is thinking. <laughs> like mm -hmm. I can't, I love Bill Johnson. Bill Johnson. He says it, you know exactly mm -hmm. what I'm about to yeah. say. I can't afford to think thoughts that God doesn't think. Mm -hmm. And think about me. <clears throat> yeah. And, um, that's like probably one of my favorite things that he said, but, um, and, like I'm really into writing poetry and songs and it kind of folds out into that sort mm -hmm. of format. And that's just, you know, that's my style or whatever, but um, it's like that is just for those moments where I need that. And it can even be just me like typing out, writing out a prayer to him. And even like through just expressing those thoughts like um before the show started you were talking about in the car 
how it was like I need to verbalize what he's saying. And it's almost like it aligns you with Absolutely. Yeah. Um it aligns you with the truth and it's like the more you put it in there the more you know it and it's easier to line up with it. Um but I know there's been it's almost like the more that I look for it, the more that I listen for it, the more that I do hear him and see him. Um, I mean, it can be <laughs> just the strangest things. Um, and there's times, a lot of, like, I think my favorite moments are when he allows me to, like, see things um, It's seeing it like with spiritual eyes, seeing it in the spirit, um, using that imagination that God has given us, um, just some amazing things. And um, I know some people may think that that's weird, but um, like there was... um, It's kind of an interesting story, but um, there was a time when um, Zach and I would argue a lot, and we would have these kind of petty arguments, and I would get all flustered, and I would go out and sit on the couch and, like, literally just, like, pouting, and, like, it was totally pathetic, (laughs) but it was just, like, well, this is how I feel, and, like, I'm da-da-da-da, and, like... Um, but, and when I get that angry, like I would cry and just, you know, just totally like letting your emotions control you kind of nonsense. And, um, after a while, like during the summer here, um, we have a big tree frog problem. And I know it's this. A, so this is like where she going with this. Not a problem. It's, no, it's not a problem. But um, if you don't like that sound, it can be really annoying because it's super, super loud. If you yeah. don't know what that sounds like, just go Google it. But um, if you live anywhere close to Florida in the South, you know what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> it was like it was getting closer to when we were getting married, and um, it started happening more and more. And the sound would be so annoying. I could not stay out in the living room and I would have to come into, I would have to come back to bed. And like, um, (laughs) and several, several months later, I mean, after we were married and everything, um, Zach and I were, we were praying, we were, it was just one night we were praying in the spirit and like God just, he kind of was showing us some stuff. And I think you were the one that said it. Um, he was saying, it was like those nights when I would stay out there by myself. Um, and Zach was like, God was telling me that, um, like during those times that he had actually sent an angel for us to protect us, even when we weren't living right. And he, he knew that we were moving towards obeying him 
in getting married and, you know, being in covenant with each other. And he was protecting that. Mm-hmm. And um, for some reason, it just like clicked in my mind. It was like he was even using the tree frogs to break anger and bitterness and just get me to calm down. I know that that sounds really, really strange, <laughs> but it just like it just like clicked like that. And it was like he will even use the tree frogs to speak to me. <laughs> like I know that that sounds crazy, but um, it's not because when he is the creator that holds everything in his hands, he will use anything and everything to speak to you. I mean, you know, <clears throat> he he is always and constantly seeking after us and trying to get our attention. It's just you have you just have to be looking for it. And I think and that's why it's so important for us to talk about this because it opens people's eyes to be like, well, you know, how is he talking to me? And it gets people to be curious. And that curiosity, it's because it's like, is there really someone who created me and who loves me that actually mm-hmm. wants to talk to me like mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. And he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just when I think about it, like, it just, it overwhelms me because of the ways that he's spoken to me and the way that he's, he's come through for me, even in just the weirdest ways. Um, and that was so profound. Like, I, I wrote a song about it, but... Um, just that that strange way that he just used things and it's like if you just even if you think that what we're saying is crazy like just ask the question and be like you know how has God spoken to me and it'll be amazing like how he brings things to mind that you've never thought of um and I, I really wish that we could just go on and on about this topic because, because um, it just amazes me how he, you know, he'll speak to us in this still small voice. He'll speak to us through journaling. He'll speak to us through somebody else saying something. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes they even speak to you through the written word of God. <laughs> And, but, and because of that written word, I mean, that's where that truth is coming from. And so, and that is what, the more you know that, the more it's like you are looking for those truths in everything around you and wanting to put it out there for people. And, you know, um, you know, be the, Example of Jesus to other people in speaking that truth, that way they can hear him as well. You know. Would you say they need to be the light? Oh gosh. Um, I would with that episode of uh, the exploring the prophetic. Um, I think her name's Laura Beverly is John's wife. I can't. Lisa Beverly. Okay, yeah. there you go. Um, she was talking about her son lost this was years ago like her youngest son's like 24 now but he lost his toy and she was trying to get a shower 
and he's like freaking out and like comes into the bathroom and she's he's like I lost my Lego motorcycle man uh, and she's like well did you check here and like he's freaking out and God was like tell him to kneel down and ask me where it is and I will tell him where it is hmm. and she was like I'm not doing that she like you know she's like I'm not going to put you know, his hopes and whatever, like she, she, you know, that sort of deal. And he comes back and he's like, it's not there. She's like, well, go, go check in this other place. And God's like, he's like, really? He's like, that's how little faith you have in me. And she's like, she's like, you know, trying to make an excuse. And then the next time he came in, she just blurted out. She's like, you need to go, kneel down and ask God where it's at. And he went into his room or whatever, knelt down, and then it was like a minute later, he just started screaming, God talked to me. God <laughs> talked to me. And it wasn't about his toy, but God t- he, he did. God um, told him exactly where his toy was, but the first thing he was screaming was, God talked to him. And he was like four years old. Um, and I think that's such a big point that God can talk to you no matter where you're at. Yeah. You know, God can talk to you. Like, look at Todd White. He was ripping off a drug dealer when God talked to him, you know, about <laughs> saving his life. So it doesn't matter where you're at. God can talk to you, and he yeah. wants to talk to you. He wants to talk to you more than we want to listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. And so a little more. Um, there's... A few verses because when I originally started hearing from the Lord, it was more natural for me. And like, so I didn't have the ability to really teach people because I was just like, you just hear them, you know, you just get alone and read the word and pray for hours because that's what I did. Like, I just read and prayed and I just, uh, that's all I did all day. Um, but people don't have that time and you don't need to, one, let me pray. Make sure you understand, you don't have to pray and read for hours and, like, try to make it happen. Um, I was just, like, going for it. I was, you know, heading for this thing. But there's, so I began to ask the Lord after a few years. I was like, Lord, I need to be able to actually teach people, Mm -hmm. you know, how to hear your voice. And he began to show me that it's not the words he speaks, but it's his very nature. If you can begin to identify the nature of his words, you can begin to identify the stream. You'll identify every word. If you begin to identify how he sounds, you'll begin to be like, okay, I know, yeah. Just like, you know, if I heard Shad in the other room, I'm like, oh, that's Shad. I can tell because of the tone, all these things. Um, So he began to give me a few verses a few times where he just, his actions... Um, and first Corinthians 14, three says, but the one who prophesies speaks to the people for their strengthening, encouraging and comfort. Well, when you prophesy, what are you doing? You're speaking for God. So the way God speaks then is he <coughs> speaks to strengthen you, to encourage you and to comfort you. The first word for the Holy spirit was the comforter when the comforter comes. So now you can identify three things about God. When he speaks to you, it's going to strengthen you. It's going to encourage you and it's going to comfort you. And then I, I was brought to another verse. It says the enemy comes to kill, steal and destroy. So there, now we know how the enemy sounds. If it's killing your peace, if it's killing your joy, if it's destroying or stealing anything that God has given you, 
it's not from God. Because yeah. why would he do that? Mm-hmm. And if it's talking you out of God, God will never talk you or give you the ability to talk you out of himself. Mm-hmm. That's not who, who he is. And so another thing is, is the verse that everyone goes to. But I want you to hear me when I say these things. This is 1 Corinthians 13. And starting at verse 4, love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy, is not boastful, is not conceited, does not improperly act, is not selfish, is not provoked, and does not uh, keep a record of wrongs. Love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. So when God begins to speak with you, one, he's going to start off being patient with you. His words are going to be very kind. You can tell that he's not going to envy. He's not going to be boastful, braggadocious, things like that. He's not going to be conceited. He doesn't act improperly. He's not selfish. Mm-hmm. It's not provoked. But you have to also, these thoughts, your thoughts, if your thoughts are coming in and they're not ones of patience, they're not of God. If they're not kind, they're not of God. If they're not, if they're envying, they're not of God. If they're boastful, they're not of God. If they're conceited, they're not of him. If, if they're acting improperly, meaning like anything above, if they're selfish, they're not of him. If they're provoked to anger, wrath, malice, anything like that, they're not of him. This is very, so now you're starting to see through the word of God and being beginning to identify how he sounds and beginning to identify what he doesn't sound like. Yeah. He doesn't keep a record of wrong. So if you're beginning to, you say you're one, oh, I'll forget, uh, I'll forget, but I won't forgive. That's not of God, simply. So if you're, if you're not forgiving, you're not being like God. Mm-hmm. Um, just simple. So that's one, one of you need to hear that. Just uh, forgive that person. So, um, love finds no joy in unrighteousness. So if your thoughts are beginning to meditate on things that you know aren't right, they're not of God, mm-hmm. um, but rejoices in the truth. So you begin to have thoughts that rejoice in the truth, thoughts that make you want to bear in all things, thoughts that make you want to believe in all things. They make you want to hope in all things. They make you want to endure. They make you want to just continue and push through things. That's love. And then there's Galatians. I'm going to go to Galatians five nineteen. 5.19, and it says, and it's actually um, verse 22. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, gentleness, self-control. Against such, such thing there is no law. So the fruit of the Spirit within you produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, all these things. So you begin, go read that verse. But you can identify that it's not just the fruit of the spirit, but he begins to identify his nature because what he's trying to, a a tree produces of its own kind. Mm -hmm. So the tree within you is actually trying to produce his very nature. So your thoughts should line up with that. Because what I, what I began to learn is in that time where I spent just worshiping him, loving on him, all these things, he began to just make me like him. Yeah. I began to think more lovely, think more kind. Mm-hmm. My pr- my first prophetic words were, oh, my God, he loves you. <laughs> <laughs> and me being so large, literally, I wouldn't have any other word. I would just be like, he loves you. He loves you. He loves I'd just be ch- I would chase people down, pray for healing. I, I don't care because I started realizing you're real and you love people. Yeah. And then I would get more like direct words, more like concise, precise words. But it started, everything has to start with the foundation of love or it's going to fail. Yeah. Because yeah. love never fails. Amen. So if you have love, you have victory. You can you can know all this. You go up to the top of, of verse or 13. You can do all these cool things. And you can say you're doing it for the Lord. 
But there's another verse that says, we prophesied your name, we healed the sick, we raised the dead in your name. But he's going to say, go away from you, worker of iniquity, for I never knew you. Yeah. The word knew there is a genosco. It's a Jewish idiom for a man and a woman <laughs> knowing each other. You know, he used such a strong word for knowing God. That if I don't have an intimate relationship with you, all that you do in this life matters not. So if you go to him, he says, those who seek me must first believe that I'm real and that I'm a rewarder of those who diligently seek me. So when you go to him, say, Lord, you want me to know you. You brought your son. You revealed yourself. You revealed yourself completely. So I agree with that. And just begin to agree with his word. If he says it, just say, I agree. It doesn't matter if you feel like you agree or not. You begin to go on these things, begin to say, Lord, I hear you. Because you said your, your sheep hear your voice. You've made me your sheep. So I hear your voice. I thank you for identifying your nature to me. And trust me, it's just going to be like left and right. You're going to begin to be filled with love for people. But go to those verses I mentioned and meditate on those and let let your thoughts begin. You'll begin to filter your thoughts and you'll hear them so clearly because you get all the junk out of the way. The anger, malice, self-promotion, self-aggrandizing, all these things that are self-focused are not of God. Yeah. Point blank. He cares about you. Got it. Uh, notice uh, for a long time I was like obsessed with um, the concept of genosko Mm -hmm. or in Hebrew yada Mm -hmm. Um, and that was kind of um, it was like the restart, the refresh, hard <laughs> refresh mm-hmm. to my relationship with God. And it was like, I know that you've known me. I mean, I've been saved since I was six, but, the, you know, it was this on again, off again kind of thing. And really just until... You know, the last, I guess, almost two years. I don't know. But um, it was like, I really want you to know me. And Mm -hmm. I want to know you. Yes. And um, which I like, and and it is that that word that Judah was just mentioning, (coughs) that concept um, like whenever you look up Genosco, it gives the reference to Mary when she's like, I've never known a man mm-hmm. that way. And it's talking about this intimate thing. And um, But it's also used um, in the Old Testament in talking about knowing God. I cannot remember where it is, but um, there's a place in the Old Testament, I want to say it's in Joshua, but um, it's talking about if you know me, you trust me. If you know me, you obey me. If you know me, you love me and you love like I do. And it's like to know him is to respond to him. And it's like, it's just, it's like that comparison with, um, you know, a intimate, you know, married Mm -hmm. relationship and it's like 
because you know them, because you love them, all you want to do is respond and give back to them. And it's this like this dance, this kind of back and forth. And um, it's funny because I was thinking about um, we we're now going to be posting um, different things each day of the week. Mm. And my day is tomorrow from when we're recording this. But I was actually wanting to talk about that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's all going back to like, the more that you're putting the word into you, Mm -hmm. the more that you're getting to know him. And just that, there's nothing like that intimate relationship with him. And I mean, I love Zach. I I love Zach. (laughs) He's my husband. And... Um, yeah. but, <laughs> but I know like there was a point last year or year yeah, before year before last, sorry. Um, year before last where I really just fell in love with the Lord and Zach, we weren't on the same page at the time. And I was like, I love you. But I love God more, and I'm going to do what he says. And, like, he knows that I love him, but I was like, I will never love you like I love God, and I will listen to him first. <laughs> yeah. And that that seems, like, cheesy. <laughs> like he just, But honestly, because – but God's helped me to love better. I Like, it sounds funny, but it's no, just like no. – I've loved I've been able to love Zach more because in loving him the right way, the way God tells me to, mm-hmm. where I don't, you know, constantly take offense. I don't I'm not selfish in our relationship. It is drawing me into a deeper love because that's the way God would love. And it's because I know him and he knows me. He knows how to he he's working through me the things that need to be worked out. And I know that he is doing that for all of us in mm. unique ways. So, plus, you know, I'm pretty good looking. <laughs> sure. All, all right. right. <laughs> I already said I love you. You can stop bragging. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't got to brag. <laughs> all right. Um, Lightning round. Anybody got anything else? We'll wrap it up. I think we should pray. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. That, you know, whatever time of day that you're watching this, would you all mind if I prayed? No, go, go ahead, ahead, girl. Lord, I just pray right now that the people that are watching this, that are listening to this, Lord, I pray that you. We know that you're speaking to them, and I pray that they would hear you, whether it's tonight in their dreams, whether it's right now when they're listening to the podcast in their car, or they're just sitting at home, they're on their lunch break watching this video. Lord, I pray that you would speak to them in whatever situations are going on in their life, Lord, even if it's just that whisper of, I love you. It's that voice where there is absolutely no doubt that it's you. Lord, I pray that 
everyone who watches and listens to this, Lord, that they would hear from you and they would know that it's you. Lord, I thank you for your voice. Your voice changes everything. And we thank you so much for how you've spoken to us in your wonderful and unique ways. You know how to reach us, Lord. I thank you so much for your love that penetrates through everything and it changes us, Lord. We thank you so much for this conversation and even learning more about how you speak, Lord. We love you and we thank you. In your name we pray, amen. Well, there you have it, everybody. Another episode of Be a Light there to draw you in deeper, deeper. Mm-hmm. Deep cries out to deep. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't already, I don't know why you hadn't liked the video. I hadn't already shared it. You got to the end. Now, do you do just They diligence. haven't shared it yet? You the, made it the distance. What? It's like 40-something minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You're a trooper. Ride or die. <laughs> <laughs> like and follow. Yes. You know, we, we need the, the, the duo there. Yeah. Like and follow yeah. and share. Get the Trinity going. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to go Triforce, but Trinity oh. works. <laughs> um, we also have a podcast. If you're a podcaster, like if you like those better, uh, we have that. We have the video. Uh, mm-hmm. We have all of those good things, so make sure you go like it. We're on YouTube as well. We also have a Patreon if you want to support us financially. That's appreciated as well, but please share. Like The more people get this in front of them, the more mm-hmm. they're going to get closer to God because that's the whole point of this is for them to get closer to God. Yep. That's mm-hmm. the That was what he told me to do, and that's what we do. So <laughs> let's keep doing it together. Yes. Like the Avengers, but for Jesus. Jesus <laughs> is like the Captain America, but like oh, way no. better. Or is he like Thor with the long hair? Stop. You're not going to go like high school musical. You're going to add this, this <laughs> <laughs> There you go, everybody. Uh, we hope that you have a blessed week. This has been Zach. And Amy. Shad. And Judah. Goodbye. Goodbye.